Welcome to Conversations with Karma. Thank you so much for being here today. I'm your host, Karma Hill. This is a space where ordinary people can find encouragement, inspiration, and motivation to share their extraordinary gifts with the world. We'll dive into topics that stretch us and help us show up in the world as the best version of ourselves. As a life coach, entrepreneur, mom of four, wife, a caregiver, a heart attack survivor, and the list really could go on, I have a ton of information to share. I'll provide practical tips as well as valuable resources that will help you take your life to the next level. So if you're ready, let's have authentic conversations about the things that really matter. I hope everyone had an amazing week and I'm so happy that you are back. I hope that you had the opportunity to go and listen to last week's episode where we defined balance. We talked about what balance looks like, what it is, what it's not. And we briefly touched on the four systems that we are comprised of. So this week we are going to dive in and we're going to talk about how we actually create that balance and some of the tools and steps that we can take to actually create balance. So as just a quick refresher or reminder, our four systems that we are made up of are our emotional, our mental, our physical, and our spiritual. So the mental system, again, is our the area of our thought life. It's our self-perceptions. It's like the patterns that we run over and over in our thoughts. It's our self-image. It's how we view the world. It's our values, our goals, our mindset. All of those things really are what our mental system is comprised of. Our emotional system is where our feelings, our emotions, our relationships with ourself and with others, that's where that kind of is housed. And that's more our unconscious mind. Some of those things that just innately run that we don't actually have to put any thought into, that's our emotional system and that's where our unconscious mind resides. It also includes like the relationships that we have with our family, our friends, our, you know, our partners, how we treat ourselves, um, how we treat others, kind of like maybe how we feel about some of the health issues that we may have. Our physical system is consists mostly of our physical health, those tangible things that are around us, like the things that we can touch, our homes, our cars, you know, um, our bodies. It includes like the, how healthy we are or the absence of health our physical strength, you know, our energy, our appearance, how we look, how we show up in the world, um, just all the things around us that we can physically touch, the tangible things, that's really our physical system. And our spiritual system is our true selves. It's our, like we're our personal development. It's our connection to energy. Now, religion can play a part of one's spiritual system but your spiritual system is not your religion if that makes sense so you can have a connection to god or to a different religion but it's not your spiritual system wholly it would just be a part of it some people experience you know nature and those things bring them more of a sense of connection or in addition to it's the it's the connection to your higher self, your higher power, 
um, your true self, your personal development, all of those things really make up our spiritual system. So um, today I just want to kind of briefly go over like what balance looks like in each one of those systems. I know last week we talked about just overall in our lives, but I wanted to just go a little deeper so that you can kind of identify or self-identify like where you feel like you may be out of balance or imbalance. So first we'll just talk about what it looks like in the mental system when you are out of balance. Many times you experience things like negative racing thoughts, you know, the inability to focus or choose effective actions. And I know from time to time we all experience where it's just like we're overwhelmed, you're trying to focus on something and you just really can't. And in that moment, it may be out of balance. Now, sometimes it may not be a major issue because it could be something as simple as you're hungry or you're tired or, you know, you just needed to prioritize something else before you could get started on that task. But that's one of the signs that we can definitely point to that will show, hey, there's something going on in the mental system. Also, poor self-image. Sometimes, you know, when you really are really overly critical of yourself, really hard on yourself. You know, you don't really find much value or any good. You always can point out the negatives that you have about yourself. That also is representative of your mental system being out of balance. Um, your emotional system, many times it's more things like depression, anxiety, mood swings, unhealthy relationships so you may have some relationships and people that you you know are connected to but you're not it's not a healthy one because the emotions are not balanced and you really need to try to figure out are you overly sensitive are you depressed are you angry a lot you know where in the emotional system do you need some support to move towards balance also, many people, when their emotional system is not balanced, they have real trigger responses where you, I'm sure we've all experienced those people where, or maybe sometimes we have been one of those people where the smallest thing can really be a trigger to just set off or an emotional response, whether that be extreme anger, it could be really extreme sensitivity, such as crying, but the response is not really warranted for the small action. So that is kind of where you can look and say, well, there's something going on in the emotional system and I need to find some support around moving my emotional system into balance. In the physical system, many of the telltale signs are things like weight gain, sleep, issues where you're either sleeping too much or insomnia you're not really hardly getting good rest at all exhaustion and fatigue that happens quite a bit when the physical system is not imbalanced um instability just where it's like you know i don't feel stable and on level ground in my life um Illness and injury, sometimes you're more prone to a lot of um, sickness and injuries when you start talking about your physical system not being in balance. And that's where you take a look at like your nutrition, just the way you're living your life in the, in the sense of things that you can touch and see and actually experience in our physical world. When our spiritual systems are out of um, balance, 
it looks sometimes like you don't have a lack of purpose. Like you just feel like I'm here, like I woke up today, but I don't feel connected to my world around me. And there's no real reason sometimes. Sometimes it's just, hey, I don't feel like I have a purpose. And, you know, at that point, you want to start taking some steps to try to really lean into why you feel that way and what you can do. Sometimes we have a lot of limiting beliefs where we feel like, you know, we're not able to do certain things and without even trying or there's no evidence to even support that. But we just feel like, hey, I, I don't believe in myself. Separation and aloneness sometimes are really a difficult thing for people. Some people, when their spiritual systems are not balanced, they want to be alone all the time and they don't really want to be connected with other people. And then some experience it by never wanting to be by themselves, always wanting to be with someone else, and they really cling to those relationships and people in their life. Many times you have a uh, experience just a feeling of unfulfillment where most people would get joy out of these tasks or these accomplishments or these activities. And even though you may be going through the motions, you just feel unfulfilled and it just never is enough. And a lot of times that's a sign that there's some balance, some work that needs to be done to balance the spiritual system. And just sometimes internal conflict where you know what you want to happen, but you kind of, you know, don't really feel like you always are in agreement within your own self, like not between you and another person where it's within yourself. And so sometimes that is a indicator that, hey, you're not balanced in your spiritual system. So now I want to talk about what balance looks like in our systems so that we can actually try to self-identify those areas or set goals to actually get to that place. So balance in our mental system feels and is experienced through clarity. Like our thoughts are clear. We kind of know where we want to be, what we want to do, what we need to be doing. We just feel really clear. Um, it's peaceful thoughts. So, you know, when it's out of balance, it's a lot of racing thoughts and, but it's peaceful. Like we feel overall good. Like we, I mean, not every thought is like blissful and perfect, but if we really were to take a step back and objectively think about more of the thoughts that we have, more of them are peaceful, they're harmonious, and they are thoughts that are of a more optimistic place that we are, we are in. We also are able to effectively set goals and select the corresponding action to actually get us to that goal. So that ultimately is where we all want to want to be when we start to think about our mental system and just our mental wellness and health in our mental system that, you know, we want to be clear. We want to have peaceful, harmonious thoughts more of the time than not. We also want to be able to set you know, goals effectively and select the appropriate actions to actually achieve those because that's how we're going to see the things that we want to experience in our lives. In our emotional system, balance will look like, you know, you're experiencing fulfilling relationships. And that doesn't always mean that, you know, that's a relationship with your spouse or partner, just the people that you reside with, where it may be coworkers, you know, people that you experience, um, 
relationships with at, you know, your gym or any of the activities that you do in your life, your mother, your sister, your father, just the people that you have relationships with, they are overall, you feel fulfilled in those relationships and you don't feel a sense of lacking. You know, you have emotional harmony within yourself where you're able to, to actually balance your, your emotions, where they're appropriate, where they correspond with the situations that are happening. And they, they honestly, they just feel good. Congruency between your conscious and your unconscious mind where there's not that stark contrast where the unconscious mind is running those thoughts that maybe in your conscious world, you're like, hey, that doesn't even make sense. Usually when you're experiencing where they are coexisting together and complementing one another, that's when you find that you've there's some balance there between the two and you're you have a balanced emotional system. You're able to process and release emotions in a healthy way. You're able to respond emotionally to things where you're not triggered very easily, but you're able to actually take in the events that are taking place and you know what the appropriate response would be. In our physical system, we usually we feel strong and healthy in our bodies. Um, we feel stable. We feel safe. You know, our energy is appropriate. You know, if we have just gotten a really good night's rest, we feel energized and ready to take on the day. But at the same time, we are aware that, hey, it's the end of the day or I had a very exerting day. I'm tired and it's balanced. And it's not something where it's, hey, I've slept 12 hours today and I'm still exhausted or I can't sleep at all. But physically, you feel stable and your energy and everything is moving appropriately. You also are able to obtain the things that you desire when your physical world is in balance. So you're able to set those goals from, you know, your mental system and you're able to use the right emotions to process some of the things that are going on around you. And then in your physical system, you're actually able to experience achieving those goals that you set for yourself. In our spiritual system, balance usually looks like a sense of just inner peace. And you just feel peaceful within yourself. You feel connected to others. You feel connected to nature. You feel connected to your environment. Many times there may be connection with pets. But there's a sense of connectedness. You feel like you belong. You feel supported in your in your spiritual life. You know, the ability to give and receive love unconditionally, which is another um, sign that there is balance and congruency there in your spiritual system. You know, acting from a place of congruency with our purpose, which to me just means that we say this is what we were called to do. And for me, I feel like, hey, I was called to really be able to support and help people. So congruency for me is actually showing up and doing those things like this podcast or my coaching um, business or speaking or actually really just giving back. I feel like my sense of purpose is being fulfilled through those actions. So you want to kind of take a look at what your purpose is and are you living in your purpose? So those are, you know, our four systems. That's what they look like in balance. That's what they look like out of balance. Now there are, you know, tools and techniques that I use and many other coaches use when we are coaching, you know, individuals towards balance in these four areas. 
Um, and I just wanted to just give you a couple of, you know, tools for each system. And maybe you can take these things with you or maybe you find that you need support from, you know, a coach or counselor or mentor or someone else. But um, in the mental system, I find that, you know, one of the very first things that we can do is really just be aware, notice and pay attention to the negative thoughts and patterns and perceptions that you have. Like you can't change anything that you don't acknowledge. So the first thing I think we would just take some time and be aware of it. I mean, it's not about placing judgment on it, beating yourself up or any of that thing. Just actually sit with yourself and really take some time to figure out what are the negative patterns and perceptions that I'm running that are creating this imbalance in my life? Um, sometimes I think um, just being taking responsibility can also help with acknowledgement, like actually saying, okay, well, this is what has happened. So that would be awareness. And then I'm responsible for what I think. And I really don't get to put that off on anybody else. Like I really get to be responsible for me. And that can actually be more empowering than not, because if you are responsible for the patterns and the thoughts that you have and your perception of the world, that means you get to change anything you don't like or is not serving you. So it really is overall a very empowering place to be in, to take responsibility. You can actually utilize meditation and journaling to figure out where maybe some of those patterns are sometimes by sitting quietly and just observing your thoughts and then taking the time to maybe write down some of those patterns that you recognize over time you're able to look at and recognize some of the same things that you're doing in your patterns your perceptions about yourself about the world so i think uh, meditation and journaling are very successfully used tools when it comes to the mental system. The next system is um, emotional. And here we kind of want to use processing of emotions. In our society, we really use avoidance for things that are uncomfortable. So any painful situations, anything that's, that we perceive as bad or negative, we a lot of times just use avoidance and we don't actually take the time to really understand and process what that emotion is why we feel it what caused it you know we don't put any of those efforts into it so we don't we also don't know what to do with the emotion the next time it arises so i do think that processing the emotion is a is a big thing and in processing it and once you've gotten to you know what this is whether it's anger whether it's sadness whether you know it's my feelings are hurt, just whatever that emotion is, once we are able to process it, then we can actually try to figure out finding the lesson in it. Because I truly believe every situation that we go through in life, good, bad, however we perceive it, it is intended to teach us something. So no situation is a wasteful one. It's only wasted if we don't take the time to find the lesson in it. So I, I believe that we can always find a lesson in any situation that we experience. So once we found the lesson, we can then really take a look and release the negative emotion because we want to release any emotions that are not serving us. We don't want to keep those unhealthy emotions inside of us. We want to be able to let them go. And we really want to take the time to do that once we have 
you know, savored the lesson in it because you want that and then you just want to let it go. And some of the ways that, you know, many people find success are breathing techniques. That's a that's a really good one where you can just take in deep breaths, calm your nervous system and really sit with what you're feeling and why. Meditation is another one for this too. Also yoga. You can also journal, but the difference between journaling with the mental system and the emotional system is the mental you're really taking a look at what you're thinking, just the thoughts that are running through. When you if you use journaling for your emotional um system, you you really want to start to think about what you're feeling, why you're feeling it, when did you start feeling that? What happened before you started feeling it and what's taking place after? How are you showing those feelings? Like you really want to take the time to really write about those things. Forgiveness is another big one. Many times we experience a lot of imbalance in our emotional systems because we have been hurt, you know, by others. And that happens just with us in our human interactions. But you don't take the time to actually process the emotion and then find the lesson and release it. And forgiveness is a great release tool or technique that can be used. Also setting boundaries, because many times our feelings are hurt, but we're expecting something from another person or we're giving more and we didn't really put a clear defined boundary in place. And boundaries are really not designed to keep other people away. It's really designed to keep us safe and healthy and to know where we want things balanced and how we want things to be in our life and lovingly communicating those boundaries. So that is another technique that can be useful in really generating and creating a healthy emotional system. Our physical system and physical wellness, um, we look at stress reduction techniques um, because you want to be able to reduce unnecessary stress. I mean, we all are going to have some level of stress in our lives, but you want to be able to reduce the majority of it so that we're not walking around in highly stressed out states. We take a look at the nutritional and fitness goals of, you know, individuals. So if you were to sit down and really kind of figure out, well, am I meeting my nutritional and my fitness goals? And if not, what do I need to do with those things? So time management, that, that's one that we can look at here in our physical system. Are we using those 24 hours that we're all gifted each day? Are we using them effectively to reach the goals that we desire to reach? Um, we also want to practice the new patterns and habits that we want to create. So once we have identified some things that we want to do differently, we want to actually practice it. And that is demonstrated in our physical system because it's something that you're going to actually do. Here we set and create action plans. And action plans are just the steps that you're going to take to create balance. And we'll talk about that a little bit later. You also want to take a look at the physical manifestations that you have. And in this area, we really coach and take a look at you know your finances, your spending, you know, are they in balance? Are they in proportion? Are you spending out more every month than you're bringing in? 
if you have a goal to save, but you are always, you know, at the end of, you know, your pay cycle or when you go to balance your books at the end of the month, you're find yourself negative or just breaking even that isn't balanced. So you really want to take a look at that. And this is where we spend some time there. In the spiritual um, system, wellness and balance really can be achieved sometimes with another one of the same techniques, meditation. But here we want to quiet the mind and really feel and listen for what comes up in our connected state. So we really want to pay attention to that. Yoga can be something else where you're actually moving, but you're using the breath to actually create a calmness and a stillness and a peace within. Um, many religious practices such as prayer, going to church, those are temple, mosque, all of those things can be something that helps move our spiritual system towards balance. Um, taking a walk in nature and just connecting with, you know, just the nature that's out around us also brings us balance in our spiritual systems. Sometimes just sitting quietly and just feeling for a sense of inner peace and inner connection, those are things that we can do that actually help us move towards balance in our spiritual system. Um, those, all four of those systems are, it's, it's very important to really one, identify, you know, where you're in and out of balance, but then to take a look at some of the tools and techniques for each system and see if those things actually are working for you. If any of those things are things that can be useful. And it's really like five steps that you can take to create imbalance. And when I am working with a client, we, we actually take these each system at a time. So I could encourage you to do the same thing, but Step one would be to clearly and specifically define how you want balance and harmony to look in your life. And you really want to be as, as clear and concise as possible as to what you really, really want it to look like for you, what, it want, what you want it to feel like, what you want to have, what would a balanced life look like for you. And spend some time really just painting that picture and trying on different areas and aspects that really would indicate that your life was was balanced and you felt like you were living a balanced life. After you have been able to clearly define those things for each of your system, each of your systems, you then want to evaluate which areas of your life are in balance. So you want to take a look at each system and you want to say, well, this is working for me. You know, this this is fine. And you really want to identify what is in balance. So step number three would be to find out what's out of balance. So you want to see what isn't working for you. What do you need to improve on? What, what system do you need to improve on? Then you want to create an action plan. And here, an action plan would look like, you know, if you were, if you were a person that said, you know, I, I do have a lot of negative thoughts and, and thoughts just, they just, it's a pattern. Like I, I've noticed, I've, I've written, I've observed, and I see that I'm really go down a really negative path really quickly. And that's, that's the area I want to improve in. Well, here in your action plan, you would start to write down things that you could do, which could be, hey, maybe you take notice of those negative thoughts when they come up and you quickly reframe them 
and instead of where you would start on a negative path you consciously make the effort to start creating uh, more positive thoughts about yourself or about your world around you whatever your negative thoughts are about but here on your action plan you would actually write down the steps that you will take in order to create balance in whatever area that is and the fifth i guess is just taken for granted but the fifth step i think is taking inspired action so once you have identified you know what you want your balanced life to look like you know what areas of your life are in balance what areas of your life are out of balance you've actually created a plan as to the things and the steps that you can do that means you, which one of these tools or two three of these tools you could use to actually create balance there then you actually want to take inspired action but in taking inspired action that doesn't mean that you now created this plan and you have you know 15 things on your list that you feel like you want to change and then you go and try to tackle all 15 at one time it's highly unlikely that you are going to be successful doing it that way and you probably are going to end up feeling overwhelmed and defeated very quickly i encourage you to take a look at you know maybe one or two things that you could do and spend some time actually practicing those one or two items and get really good at it and move yourself into balance in that area and then you just continue to um, go from there move on to the next thing you know keeping in mind that this is not a destination it's a journey and like I said in you know last week's episode my opinion is that balance is a continuous journey like it's something that we work on daily it's individual to you no one else has the right answers for you all those answers reside inside of you someone else can help support you and pulling those things out of you but you already have the answers to what is best for you so it's an individual journey it doesn't have to look like anyone else's and it's something that you're consistently working on so it's not a rush it's no race it's not to see who gets where any faster because it's not a destination it's a journey so I hope that all of these things were very helpful and that you can really utilize a lot of these tools and actually create a balanced life. Ultimately, I think that's what we're all seeking. And I wish that everybody can find exactly the balanced life that they desire and that you're all healthy, happy, and whole. Thank you so much for sharing this time with me. And I hope you found today's episode valuable. If so, please share, subscribe, rate, and leave a comment to help others find this amazing show. I will upload episodes every Wednesday, so be on the lookout for new content each week. For more ways to connect with me, follow me on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter at BTWD Coaching, and visit my website at www.btwdcoaching.com. If you're looking for a place to find support, encouragement, and accountability, then join my private Facebook group titled Self-Care Sister Circle. Have an extraordinary week, and remember, you don't need permission to put yourself first.